0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to Wow, What a Show. Oh, goodness, we were here this morning live and we're reading through the book Proverbs. It's an exciting read because, (laughs) Tony, you're here, God bless you. It is such a great read because the Proverbs are a book of wisdom sayings. And as it is told to me, they are not promises, they are probabilities. And by that, it isn't that if you uh, actually do everything that it said, it's going to guarantee the outcome that you may want. But if you do it, most probably you will. It is more certain to come to pass than if not. But you know what? That was told me. God's word is inspired by God alone and if he says it, I say it will be as he has spoken. So with that, we're going to go on. I welcome you, Tony. It is so good that you are here. God bless you one more time for joining us. And like I said, if you want to read, you are my guest. You are welcome to join me in the reading. This is WOW. What a show. And as I explain every time we come on, the show is our father on display in his created world. It is written again in Psalm 19 that the heavens do declare the glory of God. Now, you know, with that being so, it's always a pleasure for me too. I really appreciate it. It's it's, um, it's that the, the display of God is for me, like a stage setting i count the whole thing as my experience in theater uh, was such a a pleasant one you know i didn't get involved in the trying to be a star i just enjoyed the the, the camaraderie and the you know, the shared uh, responsibilities of making something really lovely and a whole lot of fun. Uh, I didn't do a lot of drama. I did uh, musicals and I danced with people that I loved being with. you know we produced things that, that I thought were relevant and wonderful. So when I look out into the glory of God, I see the masterful canvas of a god who knows so much more than we could ever even imagine that he does know and that his mastery we can only in very small part try to emulate so when i look at an artist's painting i see an imitation right of the things that they see and i think they are absolutely skilled by god given a gift to do something with their eye that I cannot do. So when I, just looking around, you know, and experiencing and knowing and being with people and all that, it really is for me a major, major experience, one of information, one of uh, observation, one where I really, really am excited by the gifts that God has deposited in all of us. Hello, reams, light, touch, bless your bones. I'm so glad you're here. Please dial in to speak if you want to do so. It is my pleasure. So, you know, now I, I usually read the first part of the psalm, uh, the heavens declare the glory, and we talk about that. But I want to drop down in this psalm from one to to, to uh, six talks about this show. And, and that's the wow. But here's another wow. Verse 7 says, the law of the Lord is perfect, perfect, converting the soul, and the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Hallelujah, you'll find me right in that verse. His law to my life has been not perfect. I haven't been perfect. His law has been perfect. And when we look into his law, we can see ourselves and our need. We have an extreme need for salvation. When we are born into this world, the, the psalmist David, the king wrote, we are are born in sin and shaped in iniquity we really are one big ball of it and so when we encounter the lord when we hear his law and i believe by this he's not talking about those ten commandments and the ensuing explanations given by the jewish people He's talking about the law of love that law by which he raises us to be like himself I love the Lord as I've quoted this morning because he has done such a great and marvelous thing in me and in others that I can actually really see you know you can you can tell uh, if you knew a person before salvation and you knew them after salvation you see the change you know that you're talking to a new creature a new person, a transformed person. And that's what it is. The law of the Lord is perfect. It converts the soul, convert to change over. And when that change happens, it doesn't change back. I think about um, uh, chemistry, right? and conversions that you do there those conversions don't reverse once you, once a thing is converted it's converted hallelujah glory i'm so grateful for the lord uh converting this soul of mine and we we are saved the bible says in the new testament to the utmost meaning that your salvation is really in the extreme other direction and it is It is definitely stabilized. So he saves to the utmost and it is also here that the testimony of the Lord is sure. We have a testimony and that testimony is written in the transformative power. Of the shed blood with Jesus Christ for my sins, I am a convert. I really am converted to Him, as 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 all, all of us who have come to know Christ in the salvation that He offers. Right, and it makes wise the simple. I'm going to tell you before before you get God's uh, word deeply deeply rooted, like uh, Sister Reem said this morning. We think we're smart, <laughs> we think we're so clever. But until we come to know Jesus Christ, smart doesn't even have a definition, right? You can't even imagine what it really means to be um, clever or a wise and the Lord has done that in us. Not that we tout it, we don't because we know we are growing. We know we need more and more and more of him, but that testimony of yours cannot ever disprove what has happened in you. Your testimony stamps it. And we tell others by uh, that experience that we know. And then he is exalted and lifted up. And so our response is, oh, wow. How great is our God? He's so good. So this is, wow, what a show. And I always have to really go into the explanation of that because I think it is in itself my testimony a part of it and I want to exalt my my father to that degree. So we are now once again in chapter one of Proverbs now for all of you who come again, you know we are reading one chapter per day and because I cannot um, uh, rebroadcast the, the recording from this morning. We actually have to come and do it live again. So here I am. I'm going to read it again, and we won't be kept very long because we had such a great time this morning. I was so blessed by our time together, and uh, so I think unless new folks show up, right, we'll hit hit it and go. But I'd like to invite anyone, as I said, from the uh, studio audience to call in and read with me. So I will break it up, the reading from, uh, we'll read first the title and the purpose together, and that is chapter one, verses one through six. And then we will read the warning that we find here, and that would be from verses seven through 19. And then we have how wisdom speaks, and that's verse 20 through 33 any takers just say so I am going to I'm going to start so if you if you want to you call in I'm going to try to put this thing the screen in front of me so I can see it and not miss it all righty light touch so come on in there you go I have one reader hallelujah this is good hi there is she in yet there we go. Can you hear me, Light Touch? Yes, I hear you. We're waiting for her to connect everyone. And she is live, but I don't hear her. Can I hear you, Light Touch? Can you hear me? To be live either. Are you on mute, perhaps? No. Okay, <clears throat> so that's what it is. She's mm-hmm. there, but it's it's very... um. It's very low. There you go. Okie dokie. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. righty. So you're going to read for us and you just tell me how far you will read. Yes, it's a very small voice and Tony says her voice is very small and <laughs> she has a light voice indeed. So go ahead. I am going to let, you're going to read from verses 1 through uh, 6 and then how far? Down to 19. Will you do that much? okay take hey, it
1: away all right. oh all righty proverbs chapter one a wise man will hear the proverbs of solomon the son of david king of israel to know wisdom and instruction to perceive the words of understanding to receive the instruction of wisdom justice and judgment and equity To give subtlety to the simple to the young man knowledge and discretion a wise man will hear and will increase learning and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels to understand a proverb and the interpretation the words of the wise and their dark sayings the beginning of knowledge verse seven. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. My son, If sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the the grave and whole as those that go down into the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with boil. Cast in thy lot among us. Let us all have our one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird. And they lay wait for their own blood, they lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of every one that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. it appears that you are on mute mm-hmm. from my screen. So. You are right. Okay.
0: Praise the Lord. Thank you so much. And if, um, so we'll just stop and, and, and ask um, for comment. Is there, this, this this section is really grave and there is a great warning in it. First of all, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, how many of us have met people who are hard to hear wisdom and defy instruction? You know, there is a condition, um, mental condition. And when I first heard of it, I really thought the people were calling uh, some uh, student odd you know because they that's what they say they say he, he has ODD and they lifted up this little you know the quote fingers there and I thought how in the world would someone say that about a child you know young person right And then uh, as I kept listening to them talk um, I realized because they said so that it was an oppositional defiant disorder that these young people were living with and um, I heard much more about that because I was working with this group of students. Those kids were diagnosed and they literally defy anything you try to tell them to do. They're going in the other direction every time. and I really, really pondered that and I thought, my Lord, this is very, very different than anything I ever knew existed. And yet I have met people who do not like to be instructed or uh, given wisdom. They will say, I'm gonna do it my way. I am going to do it. But this word says that these people are fools. We diagnose them as mentally ill. I think though, um uh, and, and, and I'm not saying that they're not, but this this word verse a chapter verse seven says that um, that it people who respond like that are foolish, right? And that they despise wisdom and they don't like instruction. So wow, I, when I hear this I, I always contemplate that and I think about it. And so what do we do? Tell me what do we do to um, bring a person like this into an understanding that wisdom and instruction are really good for the soul, the mind, and the body in every way, right? It's something that we really ought to love and and it and be be very pleased to have people in our lives who can impart to us wisdom and instruction. Welcome, powered, I'm glad you are in the studio. Oh, may the Lord God ha- have mercy on us. You know, I was supposed to invite someone and I thoroughly did forget. So I'm gonna to try to do that now. Um, but listen, uh, we're gonna to continue to read um, and move on to verses 20 through the end, and once again, if there are no takers, I will do it, okay? Any takers? No? But I want you to talk to me tonight and tell me what you what you hear as we are reading this. Uh, so verse 20 says, Wisdom crieth without She uttereth her voice in the streets. She cries in the chief places of concourse. In the openings of the gates in the city, she utters her words, saying, how long, ye simple ones, will you love simplicity? And the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn, you, at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you because I have called and you refused. I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded, but you have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh in as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me. For they for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. The, they would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. For the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Glory, now I I just think this is really, It's such a it's such a, a strong warning, and it's such a strong pronouncement uh, against our our um, disregard for wisdom. So then I ask myself, do you ask yourself? Tell me if I am on the right track or wrong track. Is wisdom then the the voice of God speaking out to us? And when it is written here that that wisdom cries out in the street. In the marketplace, it says, in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates in the city, she utters her voice, saying, "How long? That question is coming. How long will you simple ones be simple? How long will you turn away? How long will you delight in scorning and foods hate knowledge? How long?" Right this morning, I was telling telling you that um, you know our jails in America. I think we 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 have more prisoners in America than any place in the world. I don't know. It seems like everybody and their uncle from time to time has to walk it through those, through those doors. And is it because there is a, a great deal of, of uh, this turning away from the Lord that we see the condition here? And is it always on the part of the people who are going in those doors? Or is it also on the part of those who refuse to act in justice and, and, and to provide equity and, um, and love for the the people at large we have to really question every time i read proverbs chapter 1 i do this you know i go through my own thoughts and i wonder and i wonder and i wonder how how far away from god have have we fallen or does a person fall when indeed they are uh, caught in the snare of injustice and they're caught in the snare of unrighteousness and not how far did the people who's caught there only, but those people who catch them there, right? What is God doing? What is he saying? Is he warning us continuously about uh, our our lack of, of regard for his law, our lack of regard for his presence, right? Our lack of regard for the fact that he is the, the supreme creator what indeed is happening. So this uh, first book of Proverbs, the first chapter here, really is setting the stage for why the Proverbs were written. And Solomon, or at least whoever wrote this is quoting Solomon, if it wasn't Solomon himself, he's saying no wisdom and no instruction so that you can perceive the words of understanding and you can receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment and equity. And it will give subtlety to the simple. To the young man, it will give knowledge and discretion. And to a wise man, he will hear and he will increase his learning. And a man of understanding shall obtain wise counsel. And the proverbs are written that we might all understand the proverb and the interpretation of the words of the wise and the depths of their saying. So it's a, it's a marvelous introduction to a book, right? And it probably, I don't know that in any other book of the Bible, that much intro information is given and the layout of the book is contained right there. This is exactly why it's written. This is who written, wrote it, and this is what will happen if you heed and regard what is what is written herein so it's an amazing like i said first chapter and we're going to pick up with that and continue with understanding What wisdom is all about and what these proverbs are doing for us. Now, the probability here, right, as we're reading these proverbs, each one of them, uh, after, I think it's after chapter three, perhaps, that we get into like one, you know, just one saying after another, one saying after another. And um, so there are a lot of them to recall. And as we read through them, I'm sure there are some that are going to stick into your. Um, mind because they relate to perhaps events of your life or they relate to um, thoughts or plans and dreams that we have. So you will hold fast to them and as you do and, and, and apply what they're saying to you, what is written here almost directs you to receive what you quest for. And as we also read, I believe our hearts will be knit more and more to God's own heart and therefore He will give us the delight of our heart because now we are aligned so closely with Him and what He wants us to be and do. And remember that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, it's also the beginning of understanding. And uh, I love this part that says he makes wise the simple, like I read that in the in the uh, psalm. And then this morning, as I was reading through Psalm 116, I think that that is also mentioned again, I was simple. He regarded me, the simple. And I suppose in this in this um, uh, reading here, simple, the simple. Come on, we're just plain simple people. I mean, we don't know very much at all, and we are. Yeah, go ahead, uh, Benoni. You can tell me. We don't know much. No, no I, we don't.
1: We don't know much. I was just agreeing Mm-mm. with you, but I know that in the in the fall of mankind, in the beginning, when we mm-hmm. were driven from the garden.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: constant Away and it has been greater and greater. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, mm-hmm. I feel like the, the standard has fallen, it has changed mm-hmm. because now, you know, we not all but the people of God uh, fell into consequences. <laughs> and, uh, yes. That, Some of the things like, you know, the the ODD, these these acronyms that we label people with, um, are part of that consequence. So, Mm -hmm. trouble is prevalent. And even Mm -hmm. the the word of God is really a love letter to us to guide yes. us and to help us to know oh, without man. that without him and without any knowledge of him subject to all of these troubles mm. yes that's
0: great we are left open we are left open for the enemy's um, methods to take hold and to then turn us into things that we would not want to be. And um, I sometimes think that because the church has gotten a little bit, um, what is the word, okay, powerless, that uh, conditions, or. And, and I'm not just talking about ODD now. I'm just I'm even talking about you know a lack of uh, regard for God's word that we're seeing more and more uh, lifestyles that are in disregard or in disobedience or in opposition to what God has written, a good life would be. So abundant life, though we may be abundant in material things, we're not abundant in peace, and in the lack of chaos, and in uh, a certain um, a standard. You, I like the word standard, moral standard, right? Where justice and and equity thrive, and where love abounds, and where mercy between people also is evident, right? Because we are sharing like that. Go right ahead. No, I just have
1: to Mm-hmm. Yes. And so that they afraid of think, Like, I'm living my best life. But, yes, they, are they aware that our best life is when we have given mm-hmm. over to walk with God? Oh, Amen. Sure
0: enough, it is. I'll tell you it is. There's noise in some, at someone's background. Yes, there is, and we don't know what it is. And sometimes, Tony, when we are um, live, right, it's kind of hard to control these excess noises. But um, we, we just pray right through them, and uh, it's kind of like a static for sure. But yeah, that is really good your best life now. As a matter of fact, it goes on to say your best life now. And that best life is not now. The best life is, first first of all, in Christ, sure to come. And it is also that we are waiting for the best life, really. The best life is eternal life, right? if the best life is eternal life. Yes, yes, yes. So really good, 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 good uh points, good points. And um so any other points or comments to make concerning this chapter? Alrighty. Mm Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Right, and and light touch, something is happening on you know, light touches um, a phone where every time, every time she speaks that static kind of shows up, but thank God we can still hear her. Right. So there it is, right, um, Psalm of the Proverbs chapter one is is telling us, it introduces us to the chapter, tells us who wrote it, it gives us the purpose of it and the and the title is right there in the first chapter the first verse it tells us why it is written and and then it gives us the warning the warning is contained in the fact that these proverbs are written to give to a the the the, the, the son of the king Who could probably be in the line of succession of the kings of Israel? And we know that after uh, Solomon died, he was probably the last of anyone that had a sense of the Lord, and he went really buck wild, truly, having all those concubines and all that stuff. (laughs) So, you know. I'm telling you, I often wonder about Solomon, right? Solomon and Samson. Now, these are two men in the Bible that I say, well, do Mm. God gave uh, God gave uh, Solomon all the wisdom. He gave it to him because Solomon asked for it, right? And then, yeah, Solomon goes on uh, to uh, let the, the those women, all those women from all those places that he was coming from. He began to marry them and they began to build the high places and idol worship came even heavier, stronger, more widespread in Israel. So then I I say, well, Lord, what was the point of all that wisdom? And uh, uh, I don't know. And I wonder also, can you have wisdom and actually not live it out? The answer must be yes. Because then, yeah, we read Ecclesiastes where it is, you know, from my studies uh, Solomon didn't write Ecclesiastes, but rather a priest wrote it and used Solomon's life as the object lesson. And in that book we find that there is vanity in his his, his lack of uh, wisdom at the application of wisdom to his own life. And he ends up finding that all things are vanity. See, it sounds like he's almost in a depressed state, right? But he finds at the very end that the only thing, I, I need to go to it too, finally he says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. So the warning here, the warning is then don't end up that way, but hear the whole matter. And these proverbs are walking us to how we will fulfill the abundant life in Christ Jesus. Once we, Once we know him now, just in defense kind of 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 Solomon, we are living in the uh, under the new covenant and we're living with the indwelling work of the of the spirit of God. We are in constant uh, warning, you know, we don't have to read a book to be warned only. The Holy Spirit knows all things and the Bible says it is His ministry to us is to guide and lead us into all truth and to uh, reprove the world of sin. He brings us also to conviction we know when we are out of the way. And so we, as our duty is to do, we confess our sins and we know by the pronouncements of God's inspired word that God is faithful to us and he is righteous, he's just, he forgives us, and he cleanses us from all unrighteousness. But we are really going to walk through, uh, hi there, Corey. we're gonna walk through these Proverbs and see what we can latch on to and what we can hold together. One, the, the title of this series is Apples of Gold. Apples of Gold. It is a proverb. The proverb is a word fitly spoken is like an apple of gold. You see? Now, I, I learned that, oh, so many years ago, more than 25 to 30 years. I'm telling you, it's been a long time that I learned that, that word and I've never forgotten it. Never have I forgotten it. And when I speak ill, it doesn't always come to me, but mostly it does. And I say, I could have said that differently. I should have done this. You know, the conviction is there. And over the years, I think, I think, I pray, I hope I, God help me. You know what I mean? I think I speak less readily. <laughs> I have never had a sharp tongue, but I have had a reaction. But yes. I want to not say
1: it and then think it. I want to think it before I say it. That way... When I say it, it's more accurate yes. to be receive because I've considered how how the, the, the
0: receiver might that's right. Hear it. Absolutely. Hear it. That's exactly right. Yeah. And so when you when we when we have access to what we had when we were growing up as children, right, in our schoolrooms. There were all these adages everywhere, uh, like "Do unto others," which that's a quote from God's word. But still, you grow up with these things in your mind, and they become uh, what an adage is. And an adage is kind of a wisdom saying that kind of directs you to to be or do a certain way. And um, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. I used that this morning, right? And what what was saying is, you know, eat eat the uh, what what is that that we get from food that helps our digestion and um and our elimination so that's what apples do and uh, they have other benefits fiber thank you <laughs> i always forget that word right but yeah fiber coming up, trees too were more
1: apt to have teachers who also believe in the god yes yeah like little apples so, your, right. your upbringing at home, in the home, was reinforced in your school. That was early on in
0: my school experience. It started. To Absolutely. Change. It did. It did. start It did. It not only started to change, it has changed. I mean, it did change. Yeah, it was and and then. When I was right. Um And now, now, in the schools here, where uh, you know the 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 level of um submission and obedience and respect has greatly decreased in certain areas they're putting them back you know you now you go back and you see all these um like, you know what are they called um oh my goodness i i think i'm sleepy <laughs> but we see banners throughout the school the banners with all these you know now wise sayings on them and, and they're trying to, you know, rope and tie, draw it back in. But is it too late? You have to wonder is it too late? Have we disregarded God's way so long that a society has gone absolutely in a different direction? Which Israel did. Israel went way out, they went far away from the Lord. And uh, idol worship just began to permeate the land until the, until the Lord pronounced. On them, this, uh, you know, uh, uh, circumstance that will be theirs for a long time. Though he held uh, and will hold and will save Israel, he was holding a remnant, and he was selling because there's never everybody in the in the county. Everybody is is not gone crazy, but so many people have gone far from the Lord that we begin to see the results of that, and it shows up, you know, in the generations that come. So here we are being warned and praise the Lord that we do have the warning. And I thank God that our ears are open to his counsel and we are searching out his way to stay in his way so that we personally and those to whom he sends us and that if they heed, we are kept from the calamity that he just said. You will pray, you, you cry out to me. You'll cry early, and I think that's the time that you get up in the morning. You probably, you know, all that you'll cry, but I will not hear. I will not hear. I will not hear. He says, "You won't get what you're asking for, because you have gone in the way of the evil one, and it's out there far, right." So this is this is quite a powerful chapter, and uh, we're looking forward to to getting through the whole thing and seeing what nuggets we can hold on to. So for all of you who are coming into the studio, remember, if you want to read at any time, just say so, and you can just jump right up and we will let you read. Tony, I invite you to read and um, others who have a desire to uh, participate. For 31 days, we shall read a chapter a day from the book of Proverbs. I personally believe that we should read Proverbs twice year and why because there's so many of them <laughs> just because there's so many of them and it's in you know you, I, I don't try to memorize ever so often I might try to memorize the scripture but the way I hold scripture in my mind is by reading again and again and again and letting the Lord speak to me you know and they it begins to impart something to me and it becomes a part of my uh, my uh my soul, my body, my mind, you know, um, and that's what we want to do. So as we're going, uh, make sure you jot down some some uh, verses that mean something to you. Um, and if you're like me, you'll paste it on the wall where you open your eyes in the morning. If you open your eyes on the ceiling, put it on the ceiling. If you open your eyes to a wall, put it on a wall. If you open your eyes and you're buried in your pillow, well, that might be hard to do, but when you turn over, put it on the headboard or something so that you can see it and be reminded constantly. Uh, so I tried to create a little ambience here by playing the music, but Lord have mercy tonight, our reception is a little different. And so we're getting some some noises and I can't quite control the, um, the volume, but I do want to just give us a moment to meditate and uh, see if anything in that in that chapter has spoken to your heart. So I'll just play a little bit of the um, ambient music, right, while you uh, consider. And um, I may begin to uh, speak through it a little bit or read certain aspects of this chapter again. I thank you, Benona, for reading and for uh, sharing conversation with us about this. So here we go. Yes, it sounds so loud to me. the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, King of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice and judgment and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear, and will increase learning. And a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and the dark scenes. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head, and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, Come with us, let us lay wait for blood, let us lurk privately for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave, and whole as those that go down into the pit We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our house with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path for their feet run to evil and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain, the net is spread. In the night of any bird. And they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privately for their own lives. So are the ways of every one that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. Wisdom quieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She cries in the chief place of concourse, in the opening of the gates, in the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity, and the scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge? Turn you with my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you, I will make known my words unto you, because I have called. And you refused i have stretched out my hand and no man regarded but you have set at naught all my counsel and would none of my reproof i also will laugh at your calamity i will mock when your fear cometh when your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind when distress and anguish cometh upon you, then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They seek my face early, but they shall not find me. For that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, they would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices for the turning away of the simple shall slay them and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them but whoso hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely
1: and shall be quiet from fear of evil
0: Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we do ask you, Lord God, to make, open our ears that we can really, really clearly hear and heed the counsel that you're giving us here. And Father, impart to us that which we need on an individual level, personally, to grow and to mature. To receive from this bounty of wisdom that you have left for us. And then fill our hearts with the joy that comes with knowing you. And let us truly, truly, Father, be transformed in the reading and the intake of your word. Let that transformation change our minds in the way we think and process things and may it change our hearts in the stony places and as you have said give it Lord God uh, 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 the, the, the softness that we may be molded and made like you. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ.
1: Amen. And we thank you for it. Father, we do indeed. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Amen. I hope that was good. And I hope that you were able to hear without too much noise in the background. May the Lord our God bless you for being here tonight. Thank you, Light Touch, for reading. We will try to figure out what that noise was. I really hope it did not interfere too much. And um, another (laughs) profound service, don't you? Wonderful. May God bless and keep us all as we journey on. And I hope that, God willing, we will uh, convene again at a time when you are able. We are here nightly at 8.30, 830, between 8.30 and 8.45, and every morning for the month of July at 9 o'clock to read through the Proverbs. Wednesday nights, we will convene with Pastor J.T. Thomas, John Thomas, at 8 o'clock. So we'll probably start a little later on. Probably about 9:15 on Wednesday nights with our reading because he is um, our guest and we give him as much time as he needs to share with us. He is a very exciting pastor and you will love to hear him. This is wow, what a show and we are the podcast live podcast for Rehoboth Institute of the Arts that is indeed our uh, our site here that's uh, the podcast, site that we occupy and we have many episodes there you may enjoy uh hearing some of those so some of those some are our, our children's story and we are changing authors right now we are with rudyard kipling and we're going to move on to uh, other authors some ASOPs and um other children's stories because we want to involve our children in knowing and understanding the lord we shall also have a Uh, interviews with our children (laughs) concerning these stories and try to bring them into the Genesis story so that they will begin to understand God as creator. I thank you again for being with us tonight and uh, ask you to come again. And like I said, the music, I hope the music makes you smile, uh, especially this one, our going out music. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part Tonight,
1: hmm.
0: I love the What'd you say? I love the going out music. Oh yes, yes, yes! Don't we? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why this music is still playing because I did indeed change it, but it's going to show up in a minute. May God bless and keep you all. Thanks for the breaking the bread of life. Thank you for coming. We are going with fire in July. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. It's the truth. Another profound service. <laughs> we are trying our best. Pray that I keep in strength, you know, because uh, sometimes I can feel very tired. But uh, I am energized by the reading of God's word every time. Woo, and there we go. I say <laughs> yeah, it's. Yes, may the Lord God bless and keep you all. I hope the music does make you smile. It makes me smile. And it it reminds me of the joy that we get when we are in close fellowship with God and his people. Yes, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. So see you again on the morrow. Bring a friend if you like, everyone is welcome. Thank you Light Touch. It is a beautiful song. I just, I I don't know what that music makes me feel like, but anyway, I, I smile when it's played and I hope you get a smile too. Father, we thank you for every good and perfect gift that you give us. Be with us, Lord, as we depart one from another for this moment. And I thank you that you will bring us again safely to this table as we break your bread of life, your word. Thank you. Father, give us all pleasant sleep or a great day, wherever we are in the world, you are there. And there's nothing, Father, that you cannot do. So when we need you, we just call on you. We thank you in advance for answering. God bless everyone. Have a great night. night. Bye. Good
1: morning.